and welcome to the Polygon Show. I'm Simone de Rochefort, and I'm joined today by Chelsea Stark. Hi. Allegra Frank. Hello. <laughs> and Ashley O. Hi. We're recording this from Portland right now, where we're staying in a hotel, and I learned something very, very disturbing about my roommate, Ashley, <laughs> who I love and adore. Please don't be sad, Ashley. It's okay. If, if it's too personal, it doesn't no, have to be shared. No, it's fine. I think the people need... Well, they don't need to know, but <laughs> I'm sure this is a kind of You know problem. what? <laughs> I, will, I will counter that because they do need to know because I had never heard teeth grinding before, and I assumed it would just be like some, some sort of... I don't know. It was a casual... I, I didn't see how it could keep somebody up. Not that it's kept me up. I love you, Ashley. It's only just been very mild. But anyway, I heard for the first time in my life the sound of teeth grinding. And it sounds like when you're wearing a rubber glove, two rubber gloves, and you're rubbing your hands together. And I don't understand how a <laughs> mouth can make that freaking noise. Well, one, I think <clears throat> two, no one person teeth grinding sounds alike but oh, that's sweet anyway um i'm the suspecting snowflake of body horror oh god <laughs> well simone recorded it she shot up in the middle of the night i kind of want us to play it um, i don't know how no, that would that's work real that's, that's, don't do that yeah i think that would just really this freak not, people out this, this is really not, says um, a special bonus but anyway so she shot up in the middle of the night recorded it and then she played it back for me this morning and i think that the sound comes from me like honestly I could only do this when I'm asleep, obviously not conscious, but, um, or awake rather, uh, I'm clenching my teeth like so extremely hard. And then I think I'm like very slowly, like moving my jaw back and forth. So that's why it like sounds kind of like rubber, this like is, rubber squeaking. This is how Ashley gets all of her job anxiety out at night. Yeah, Just grind those bones down. My, I, I feel like if I, somehow had my finger in your mouth at that point no. it would be bitten clean off i don't think you would even be able to get in there i mean but if, in it, the if first it was place. if i was waiting with my finger in your mouth for you to fall asleep and then you fell asleep and then you began to grind your teeth you would bite my finger off i mean this is the maybe sequence of events. though i i've googled it as i've googled this like five times God. expecting something different nothing ever <laughs> comes up but something to do some people think it's um has to do with sleep apnea so that like oh, huh. it's you responding to like if your airways kind of close because all of your <gasps> muscles relax when you oh. sleep so that maybe when there's like an obstruction that's like your way of like kind of moving the airway open i did notice that if i could get you to turn over you would stop at least for a little while yeah how, how did you get it <laughs> yeah, how, how did you do that uh, i will demonstrate i would uh sit up in the bed and i would clear my throat very loudly <laughs> 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 and occasionally I would say, hey, <laughs> to be fair. And then I would lie down and pretend to be asleep so that you wouldn't think that I was yelling at you. <laughs> so Simone was like, I'm so sorry if I woke you up a couple times and I, to make her feel better, I really have no knowledge of this. I don't remember That's good. waking up. I think I just like need a noise to just like make me stop. Similar to just snoring, I guess. Just like oh, make a noise or just yourself. Like, poke somebody and be like hey i didn't want to touch you because i felt that that would be too forward but i did like I would have bitten your hand <laughs> i know no. wait ashley do you think this is like a recent thing for you because we shared a room before i, and I don't remember i think maybe you sound. were just you might have just been dead asleep I, I, i've shared a room with allegra and she gets under the blankets pulls them all over her up to her head and then becomes a little cocoon and it's the cutest thing Aww. but allegra is the best sleeper I, she is the best sleeper 
Uh, I don't the think best you hear things. anything after that. <laughs> Apparently, That's I'm true. the worst sleeper. No, no you're not. No. Of my teeth. You're no. It's not that bad. It was only for like 10 minutes. And but that was last night. But the true. night before, Simone, I think, sat longer. up and I, she may have used the word traumatized. <laughs> I was a little traumatized. <laughs> Speaking of traumatized, let's actually segue into the news and talk about the Splatfest mm. that tore our community apart in Splatoon 2. Uh, there was a ketchup versus mayo Splatfest, and mayo was declared the winner of the condiments. So that means that was Pearl's team, right? Pearl's team. Yeah. Wait, so how did they determine the winner? Exactly. Uh, most uh, area voting? covered in paint. Okay, oh. so you, you chose the team, yes. right? So the way Splatfests work is you choose which side you're going to fight for. But this was especially controversial because there was it was very parallel to real world events in that the popular vote went to ketchup. <gasps> I think it was 73% of people like were team ketchup. But because I was reading, because most people were team ketchup, they would just be in like matches against other ketchup people so like oh no it would just be ketchup first ketchup which means ketchup lost a lot so mayo ended up winning because there weren't as many team mayo people how did they determine what the popular vote was was that through it's basically like how many people like choose which team oh yeah, yeah if you're like i want to fight for team ketchup and everyone you know what? Is like, i, I, I feel like that's ketchup. accurate that ketchup is the more popular condiment but i can see people who are fans of mayo feeling fiercely defensive like yeah. they need to def- like this is true. protect mayo because everyone's just like mayo's fucking gross and, and i think wrong. all these mayo lovers are just like oh no okay what yeah. team Mayo's what team are we gross. what team are oh, yeah, we let's all? go around the table so ashley oh, hard to say i was uh, my instinct was ketchup because i do use it more but mayo is a far mm-hmm. more versatile condiment this you can if you consider the non-American mayo and the European mayo that they use for fries, dude, mm, that is yes. so good. Oh, man. You can use it on sandwiches. You can use it on fries. Yes to mayo. Yes. Allegra. I am so emphatically team mayo. I fucking hate ketchup. I can't I believe we've never talked it. about this before. <laughs> Chelsea, team. I like, I mean, I like, I like ketchup on a couple of things, but I think mayo, again, more versatile, more stuff. And yeah, French fries and mayo. Is We're all uh, team mayo. Oh, we are. Oh my god! We can still be friends. We, we should can. have talked about this like a month ago. Yay. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I'm not staunchly against ketchup. Like, I like ketchup just fine, but just it's the reusability. Yeah, ketchup is mayo. so gross. Aioli, come on. Aioli is amazing. I love aioli. aioli is so good. Chipotle I mayo? really hate ketchup. Yeah, that's the thing. You yeah, can Chipotle. add all these other yeah. things Wasabi to mayo, mayo to make them better, but Sriracha you can't mayo. add any other flavors. Horseradish aioli. No, oh, wait, it was pretty good. One time I, so there is a place close to my house where it's Eagle Trading, by the way. I love that place. Um, and they, oh my God, I shouldn't have said that. But anyway, <laughs> they, um, I noticed that they like gave you little things of ketchup. You know, sometimes if you order a breakfast sandwich and I'm just like, well, whatever, I'm not going to use this. I have my own ketchup. One day I actually did try it. And the conclusion I came to was it was not normal ketchup. I am pretty sure they mixed ketchup with sriracha. <gasps> and it was actually very good. Yeah, it comes with those really good tots. I've had it many times. Really love those good tots. tots. But do they have sriracha mayo? Because that's also no, really they have a, good. I've had a, I've ordered a steak sandwich from that place. And they have a horseradish uh, mm. mayo aioli thing that is like. Mm. Yeah, horseradish aioli. It's so good. So good. good. And wasabi mayo on uh, the tuna melt that they have oh, is yeah. mm-hmm. very good. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the other, the most important thing that literally just happened an hour ago. 
Um, and I, I wasn't sure we'd have like a really wonderful uh, life-affirming news story this week, but we do because Blizzard released their summer skins for Overwatch and Chelsea hasn't seen them yet. So I'm going to attempt to show these skins to her and we'll get her real life, real time reaction. <laughs> real life. Real, real life. life. As opposed to the, I don't, the, what's the opposite of real life? Fake life. Fake life. VR. Second life. Fantasy life. VR. <laughs> her vr reaction let's put a helmet on chelsea <laughs> that sounds good virtual reaction in this. Uh, okay 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 we're gonna start with sombra whoa yeah sombra's got a lot of like beautiful colors going on like look like she's already really colorful but this is dope she's wearing like half a wetsuit and it's like a there, there's some tum is to it, use a word it, that I despise. <laughs> is it scuba gear, though? If yeah, I it's scuba she's got gear. scuba yeah. goggles. Man, yeah. I love Summer's hair all the time. She looks so it looks good. so good. It looks really good. Oh, okay. my God, I love her. Okay, next. Junkrat. What is going on with this Junkrat, like, <laughs> yeah. speed suit? I want Simone's reaction. We had to talk about this. It is, according to Mike McWhorter, a cricket uniform. Oh, he is yeah. definitely. I guess he's and got the face makes sense. mask. Yeah, and he has for his peg leg a cricket bat. Not oh, visible. What? Not pictured. Wait. Oh, yeah, not, oh, pictured, it's not here. pictured. Which I this is I'm so pumped about this. Somebody I think said uh that they wanted to see him as like a, a soccer hooligan. I think this is like the closest well, it's thing. Very good. So at first I thought the helmet, I know it's a helmet, but I thought it it just looks like a muzzle. Which like also <laughs> well, makes sense for Junkrat. Oh my god, you're right. Do they wear those in cricket? I, I don't know. Because that does look more like a rugby Isn't, thing to me. I don't know anything about cricket positions. We don't really most Cricket doesn't game. seem like yeah. a super <laughs> Could you imagine he is sport, playing an innocent game of cricket and he runs over to the field and just bites someone's shoulder? <laughs> Soccer players have bitten each other before. Yeah. <laughs> and headbutted each other. I love that guy. Sorry, I hit the table. Did you read oh. that amazing oh. piece about the guy who bites people? Yes, yes. Oh my yes. God. Okay. Anyone who is interested in sports journalism... Um, I'm going to look up the name of this guy who bites people. It's Luis. Oh, Suarez. Yes. Suarez. Teamwork. There is an amazing, like, entire biography of Luis Suarez, who, like, three or four times has bitten people in a match. And it happened during the previous World Cup. And it was like, oh, my God, why, why would you freaking do that on the world stage? Why would you do that? And this author, like, went back into his history and, like, traced him, his growing up in Uruguay and like his ascent to be one of the world's best fighters, players, best soccer fighters. players, <laughs> best fighters. He has great teeth. It was so good. Anyway, um, moving on. <laughs> I'll put that link in the show notes. Whoa. Mercy. Mercy's is probably my favorite. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's beautiful. Mercy's is my favorite. And although I know it's summer games and it's the whole Nike goddess of victory thing it also seems extremely out of place because everyone is clearly at a beach barbecue party yeah that's why <laughs> that's i was like why. she is like not invited in that's she's, <laughs> she's like she's not even in the same century as everyone she's not even on the same realm that, i did my my first thought was what sport is this and i was like oh just the goddess of victory oh, right yeah. she's just like watching over everyone at the beach party she's not even she the wasn't invited though. which which some people think furthers the theory that she's evil oh my god oh. that people purposely didn't invite her oh my god she's not evil mercy's the she's best she's so cute okay i would want to be like the judge of their beach games okay mccree whoa next. yeah look at all that tummy <laughs> and, like, it is a he still has his belt which i appreciate he's gotta have that belt yeah but the belt says s-a-m-f instead of bamf 
So what is the S? Summer as oh, motherfucker. My, my first instinct was sad ass motherfucker. <laughs> sad ass. Hello, I am a sad ass or motherfucker. Sad sweaty ass is so good. Ass. Sweaty ass mother. It's sweaty ass motherfucker. Yes, Slick. McCree's the opposite. Slimy. So he's wearing a shitty straw hat with sunglasses <laughs> on top of the hat. Yeah. He's still got his, I don't know, what is that, a cigar or like a piece of straw in his mouth, like a, the farmer he is. A Hawaiian towel, no, like a palm tree pattern towel, towel around his the, shoulders. Just around his shoulders, though, like his cape, and then nothing else. Nothing else. Oh. And some and shorts, belt. but nothing else. His little Same. water gun, though, is Sad so ass Oh, the bo- water gun is, yeah, <laughs> his guns are water guns, which Would is like you, lick ass motherfucker. Could you imagine if you equip that skin and you shoot someone, but it's just water? Yes. Yes, and I can. Just totally. And so I either you it. do water damage like Pokemon or you just die immediately because they're not bullets and someone mm-hmm. shot you. Yeah. Shoot. I No. Oh, God. Are you imagining just this shirtless McCree just flopping around Gibraltar <laughs> or any level on his tummy? No, just like running around with his bare ass skin. Why is he bare. flopping? Is he wearing shoes? He's, he's supposed know. to be a, a lifeguard, shoes? Right? He's barely a lifeguard. He, if I he was a lifeguard, he would have had the little sunscreen nose thing. Mm. And he does not have that. If he was a lifeguard, he would be giving me mouth to mouth right now. Oh my God. I would be drowning. Um, <laughs> I anyway, with I think, Simone right now. Well, yeah, I'm going to go. He doesn't have a belly button, which kind of concerns what? me. What? No, he does. Bare? He doesn't? Okay, I'm going to turn it. Turn this skiff around. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, oh God, he doesn't. It's, it's like a little indent. This is like how in anime they don't have you nipples. Think that's the except belly button? McCree just doesn't that's really just have a belly really button. High up. It's just like a little shadow. He kind of has nipples. I mean, I, I think he has nipples because I think I've seen Overwatch nipples before. But he might just have an anime Excuse torso. Me. Excuse me, sir. I've seen Overwatch nipples. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first line of my resume. Wait, Simone Hanzo. de for I've seen... It's Hanzo's nipple Hanzo's and nipple. Genji's nipple. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, so okay. let's move on. Moving on. <laughs> Enough about nipples. <sighs> this is BMX Reaper. Oh my God. That's just great. Which I fucking called by the way, because of that. Uh, That's a wonderful player icon from last year. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it looks different. He, it it's looks just different. him doing better. sick tricks I think on a that's bike. my least favorite. Yeah. But it's not immediately apparent that it's a BMX. No. It's, it's, it's also no. not immediately, it's not immediately apparent. And it's also not that summery. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's an Olympic thing, though. He just sort of looks yeah. like a like one of those Japanese mecha things. Yeah, McCree or Less. Reaper isn't like the other kids. Is- he doesn't want to go to the beach and have a silly fun time. He is he, doing. He's the guy who goes to the tricks. beach and wears like shoes and is completely covered <laughs> up. He's at the half pipe that's like off the boardwalk doing sick tricks in hundred degree heat and his full mm. body. Yeah, covering. yeah. No, there's like there's like full body coverings they wear for people who are very pale. They're like mm-hmm. I think they're called like safari suits or something, and you could just wear the safari suits. i don't know what they're actually i can't remember but i had two very pale friends that wore them and they're basically swimsuits that cover your whole body and they're for very like a wet i knew suit? it was no it was like baggy like cargo short kind of baggy it was material baggy. i love <laughs> this so yeah yeah cargo shorts i mean not, ba- not baggy but not like svelte like a wet suit this is hilarious it was i mean yeah it's so sad for all the very pale people who have for the whites and the undead <laughs> i know a lot of very pale people god it's hard when you know okay, this is such an aside but i just remember our our friend jeff <laughs> one time we were talking about cargo I shorts him too <laughs> just thinking of our good friend jeff um one time we were talking about cargo shorts and he just got so mad at the invocation of cargo shorts he was like no you villain <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh. god okay all right uh yeah dad. 
Wow. Soldier 76. Look at those. Yes. There's a lot to take in here. It took me a while. Like, not only is he wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. He's wearing an apron. The apron carries barbecue implements. Okay, he's also wearing cargo shorts. He's also wearing yeah. cargo shorts. Yeah. I Dad. look at those he literally is dad. wearing socks with sandals. He is. Can I see? <gasps> Wait, not pictured socks with sandals. Not pictured socks with sandals. Okay, do you think this is in character? Yes. Yes. Really? Jack Morrison definitely. He's a dad. He is Aww. our dad. Uh, beer cans strapped to his arm and his rifle says a salt rifle. A salt rifle. Oh my God, this is peak dad. Talk about a seasoned veteran oh. get out <laughs> also, Bye, ashley how, his cargo pockets look full like i wonder what he's carrying in probably there. like everything <laughs> <laughs> producer pat literally had to walk into a corner <laughs> sorry pat <laughs> to answer your question dad is carrying band-aids he's carrying sunscreen he's got a wrench in there somewhere like he's ready oh, for no, a day at the not beach a, not a not a wrench a leatherman defo right, a leatherman. Leatherman. also i think like his, his apron says raising the stakes like oh the my meat. god i hate this i love okay. it so much. i, I hate have to it. move on immediately <laughs> what bikini Widowmaker. bikini Widowmaker oh, is I love so much she's, purple. She's so much purple. I'm she's not, not ready to play the, a sport. I'm not a fan of the wrap that she has over her shoulders, though. Yeah. What no, is no, no, that? No, weird. Also, what is on I her like neck? It. Is she wearing like an ascot? I think it is either attached to the wrap or it's a scarf. I don't normally I don't know, know about that. It's confusing. But her sunglasses are great. Yeah. Her yes. hair looks great. I like her bikini, but I wish she yeah. didn't. Also, what's the thing on her arm for? Um. Is that... Just like you know, shooting, in the shooting the venom in the future when you're way so. more hardcore and you just have extra leather and belts for no <laughs> yes. reason. Which of my leather braces should I wear to the beach today? I do like her hair though. Her oh, hair looks beautiful. so good. She's like fashion icon from the neck up. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and just maybe less of the whatever that is. I think oh, that's, that's it. a spray. That's um. It. Yeah, that's it. I really want a sure. Doomfist to get a skin. I like his. Uh, Me too. His uh, sticker. Oh my god, that's called so his spray. spray. His spray. spray. His, his sticker. Noted. <laughs> imagining Doomfist plopping on the ground, opening. This is my sticker book. This is my stickers. You guys like Pac Man? <laughs> oh my god! I don't a Pac Man sticker. <laughs> you want to trade stickers? <laughs> I want like a preschool AU where oh, they're just trading so stickers. Cute. Ashley, do you want to talk about the Coke Zero ongoing debacle? Good God. Yes, I do. So today I saw an article in Paste Magazine um, about how somebody did a taste test with Coke Zero and Coca-Cola Zero Sugar <laughs> is the proper name, which is stupid. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Um, so apparently the verdict was that Coca-Cola Zero Sugar tasted more, I guess it just tasted closer to the original Coca-Cola Classic in that it was just like a lot kind of sweeter, a little bit more syrupy, um, and like you sort of might not know the difference between regular Coke and this one. Um, and then, you know, going back to Coke Zero, they were like, well, this is, it tastes, what is it, drier and a little tinnier than coca-cola zero sugar which isn't a bad thing just different mm-hmm. um but that's but Slightly that's sharper. why i drink coke zero because there's no lingering sweetness yeah, it's that, just like that kind of on your tongue that teeth coating feeling that yes you get. Yeah. disgusting um but yeah i like the whole drier sharper crisper 
taste of Coke Zero. And the fact that they're like, well, it's just basically going back to the original one. Then just drink the original one. Okay, but to Chelsea's point, I don't like how gross my teeth feel because yeah. of all the sugar in Coke. So I wonder if this, like, if it tastes like Coke, but it doesn't have the same, like, Yeah, I, I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm assuming that's what it is, that yeah. it doesn't, like, make your teeth feel weird, but it just has the taste. Mm-hmm. I, but, like, I so closely associate it that I don't think I want that much sugar taste in my mouth. Yeah. I also mm-hmm. think some of the coke grossness is the high fructose corn syrup that's different from sugar because i actually yeah. like drink mexican cokes when i do drink coke and i like those so much one of those i am absolutely getting that glass one bottle of those coke. fucking snobs uh, dude that real sugar is so good and nice though like it, it's just like but this is zero sugar no so i'm saying like maybe maybe it's like similar where you're gonna it's not going to have the high fructose corn syrup coating and it'll be better. But also think about how many seconds of your life you waste by going, I would like a Coca-Cola zero sugar, please. (laughs) Instead of a Coke. That's going to add up. It's going to add up. You're going to be on your deathbed and you're going to be like, wow, I wish I didn't say that stupid beverage that is now discontinued and I would have been able to live for five more minutes. After it's discontinued in six months, that's still a lot of time wasted. Dude, that's like when they took away Coke with lime and vanilla Coke. Vanilla Coke. And yeah. Coke with lemon? That was oh weird. My God. That was Coke with lime good. was like my favorite I never drink. had Me Coke too. with lime. No, I never had it. Where can I get it? Oh, we yeah. just continued. Bro. eBay. Hell. Yeah, eBay. <laughs> eBay. So eBay, 10-year-old. I was like in college Ooh, when gross. Coke with lime came out, and that was like my drink of the summer, I remember. Drink of the summer. Drink of the summer with some vodka. What's your drink of the summer? Did you say with some fucking? With some Whoa! Vodka. Summer of Coke with lime in the summer of fucking. Oh my god! Chelsea Starks. I said vodka. Chelsea remembers 1969. Nice. Bye, bro. Okay, it was the summer of love. Do you want to read some emails? Yes. Let's read some emails. This is from Colin. I absolutely love the show. Presumably not our co-host, Aww. or else I would read it in a, in a co-host. Co-host. Our silent co-host, Colin. He's always been in the Colin room. Campbell. Can we just have Colin on for a guest episode? That'd be great. Can that we get Colin's great. candle as a sponsor? Happy 50th birthday, Colin Campbell. Anyway, moving on to our, the other Colin who likes the show. Um, he Actually, they absolutely love the show. So great to listen to these four hilarious ladies chat about games each week. Thanks. Thanks, Colin. <laughs> and knowing Pat's arm is involved in the production makes it that much better. I'm seeing the arm right now. It's Whoa. walking There are two me. of them. There's two it's of them. It's lightly coated in hair, and oh, it's yeah. got a glass of ice. Oh, oh, he's flexing it. He's breaking an ice cube. With his half. bare hands. Wow. What a display. <laughs> Zesty. What a stunning like display to of manliness. No, he doesn't. No. no. Moving on. With the Splatfest over, what would you all choose as the next Splatfest and which side would you team up with? Mayo for life. Best Colin. I like how Colin knew that we'd be team Mayo without us even talking I about like it. Colin. Unless we have talked about this before. We have not. No, okay. we've never Good. talked about this. Psychic Colin. Hmm. Splatfest. Hmm. Trying to. I mean, okay, an easy one would be Coke Zero versus Coke. <gasps> Coca-Cola, I just, zero I just gripped sugar. this mic so hard when you said that. <laughs> but with the ketchup and mayo, they had like the ketchup colored paint and the mayo colored paint. It couldn't <laughs> all just, it just be, be brown paint. <laughs> I know. I'm now I'm thinking of things that would be more colorful. It'd be like watermelon versus mango or something like that because it'd be both like very beautiful. But that's not really like both are great. So I don't. Oh know. my god! My next thought was mango versus orange. <laughs> Everything I think of is the same color. I know. Uh, very bad at this. Angelina Jolie versus Jennifer Aniston. 
All the oh, kids care shit. about that. Oh my god, yes, that's, that's really awesome. good. Mm-hmm. I just went that's simple, good. like cake versus pie. Ooh, well, they yeah. did ice what cream. Colors? What colors, Ashley? I uh, okay, red for the pie, and cake can be brown. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Hey, hey. Hot, yellow, vanilla, whatever. You whiffed it. A... <laughs> you blew it. <laughs> I think they already did cake, though. You would wait. You would go for cake? No, no, no. I, <gasps> I would not. Whoa! But I think they already did cake. Yeah. Wait, they oh. did? I think they did. I it think was, it was cake, cake versus and ice, cream. ice cream. Yeah. For the that's first not even comparable. Those are complimentary. They're both yeah. desserts, girl. No, you put them together. You, that's like you, saying you bake true. one of them and you that's freeze true one of them. ice cream cake. That's also like being like cookies versus brownies, which is like such a small. Okay, cookies. Brownies. Cookies. Cookies. Oh, thank you. Fuck. Cookies. Only we minority. It. We, found <laughs> we found it. it. <laughs> that would be the same brown versus brown. <laughs> brown okay, versus no. brown. <laughs> <laughs> what about like beach versus uh, mountains? mountains? Yeah, like vacation options or something. I'm or oh. like beer versus wine. Beer versus wine. Beer versus yeah, so this children's game. Yeah. Beer versus wine. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out like early, kids. <laughs> Well, you should. It's important. Heroin versus ecstasy. Let's go. (laughs) Okay. So from Clint, I've been playing through Dragon Age Inquisition lately. I'm playing as a female dwarf and I've decided to to, to have her date the lovable manic elf, Sarah. I think the romance between Sarah and my inquisitor, Kadash, is lovely and extremely well written. It's my favorite romantic subplot that I've ever experienced in a video game. In that vein, what are your favorite romantic subplots in video games? Or on the other hand, what are your least favorite romantic subplots in video games? Thanks. Clint from Utah. I had an immediate answer to this, and it's kind of something that I've talked about fucking nonstop for two years. But it is a sequence eight from Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Sequence eight. Sequence eight. No, it's a specific thing, and I'm gonna lightly spoil Assassin's Creed Syndicate for the entire world because I'm the only one who cares about it. Um. In sequence eight, it's a a sequence you unlock relatively early in the game. You can play it out of order, but it involves Jacob going to um, meet with this, the the leader of the enemy gang, the Blighters, who is Maxwell Roth, uh, who owns the Alhambra Theater and he's kind of he strikes up a friendship with Jacob and they do a lot of fun missions together that involve a lot of chaos and people dying and then there's a inevitable betrayal and an inevitable showdown in a burning building and it is very um tinged and for me like as I was playing it I was like Jacob is going on dates with this older man and in the end, it's sort of like the subtext that I sensed because as a queer gamer was completely fulfilled. Uh, so, yeah, it's kind of like a, a strange, not not strange, but totally out of the blue and unremarked upon, like Jacob kind of figuring out his sexuality by flirting with danger with this older man who is a villain. <clears throat> granted, in the 1860s, in, in the 1860s, which is pretty dope, honestly. Yeah, it's so good. It's unbelievably good. I'm um, like, even though obviously Roth is a villain who dies, but it's like it's spoiler really alert. Wow, a bad guy <laughs> dies in an assess. I am sorry for spoiling it. I did. Okay, I have all. two. Um, one, I want Ashley's opinion on. I actually really like Tidus and Yuna in Final Fantasy X. <gasps> and I'm very curious as to how well, you feel I mean, about that. It's not like there are other romantic prospects for either of them. Okay, but Tidus also sucks. 
really bad and Yuna's awesome. <laughs> he, he like does, he clearly does not deserve her. But uh he's also spoiler alert, not real ish. Okay. Spoiler, okay. Well, this game's been out for a long fucking time, so whatever. Uh I mean, no, should we Okay. Well, keep going. Keep going. I want to know. I don't I mean I think look, mm. I think his commitment to her is quite admirable. Yeah. I think he is a character whiny as fuck in the beginning, but you know what? Like later on the lengths he goes to for her. Yeah. I that's good. I like that. Remember that scene of them in like the little pool? The pool? It's so beautiful. When I was in high school? Yeah. Me too. Ah! I was in 10th grade. Dude, I think I might like have a fucking wall scroll of that somewhere in the storage unit. A wall it scroll. Was so yeah, good. I was that person. I had wall scrolls. Okay. Oh my God. I can picture Everyone your room right now. Scroll. Don't worry. I can ever. picture your fucking room. Um, yeah, I loved that a lot. It was super cute. And then my other one um, is in Harvest Moon 64, where you have a ton of different like marriage options. And one of the key parts of Harvest Moon is like you have to romance a babe. Um, mm. and a babe a babe Mm, those hot babes so i really liked ellie who was this like really cool like baker girl she had short brown hair super cute and her like romantic plot line was that her grandma she lived with her grandma and then her grandma got really sick and then her grandma died and you're there for her oh my god and because you're there for her she marries you and then she goes from being an awesome baker who's like a single woman entrepreneur to being a housewife which is sad Uh, the message of harvest moon god um wait so i have one also Mm -hmm. also final fantasy related um i'm very scared because i think a lot of people will come after me yes but i have to make it known not a fan of cloud and Aerith. I think that's mm, fucked up. It's boring. Okay it's that. bad. It's, it's bad. just bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. First of all, let's go back to the fact that she thinks that he reminds her so much of her dead lover. Mm, that's, that's not a I reason to love someone and then make them love you back. That's just, it's, it's, it's <laughs> dumb. Okay. Meanwhile, you have childhood friend and beautiful, talented, gorgeous Tifa Lockhart. Yeah. <laughs> Who's been there through thick and thin. They've known each other since they were kids. She understands him. He's a dick to her sometimes. But you know what? She's still there for him. And she understands him. And she gets thrown to the wayside when this bitch with her basket of flowers comes over. You look so cute. Shut up. I'm going to go pray in a church. Yeah, you go pray in a church. I am going to go run my bar and beat some stuff up because she Tifa's major weapon fists both of them deserve better because cloud so let that happen mad. i'm so mad right that's now true. i want to throw my that's, phone that's true <laughs> so I, I, relatable you know what i do think actually that tifa does deserve better than cloud 100 mm-hmm. percent. she wants cloud yeah she cloud does him. kind of suck yeah tifa should be with somebody else i want her to be better. like in a crossover with final fantasy eight and be with like squall oh my god mm-hmm. i had such strong <laughs> final <laughs> fantasy eight we're talking we're bringing it back all right, bring it back. Was a huge fan of the Squall. Bring Renault. it back now, y'all. It's, it's the it, those are the two main one Squall. The this two time. main. The two Stop main. It. The two, no, two main, no more. The, two, <laughs> the main characters, right? Those two who love each this other. Is fine. Oh my God, that's this is the whole the staple, the hallmark <laughs> of Final Fantasy VIII. But guess what, though, as I replayed it, maybe during my fifth time, I must I've hmm. replayed it so many times. <laughs> Renoa kind of sucks. <laughs> Drop you, the mic. And they... 
spit on so ironic because this is i think probably my favorite final fantasy but they both kind of suck squall and renoa yeah, Squall's just like whatever. I mean, they are just like off-brand Cloud and Tifa. No, Squall no! is so much hotter. Squall is way hotter. So much hotter. But I okay, think Squall sort yes, of learns but... from his mistakes. Cloud just continues to be Meh. fucking useless. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I feel like we should just mash up all the Final Fantasies and like repair yeah. them. Ashley's fanfic <laughs> universe. Yes. Ashley's <laughs> Final Fantasy fanfic oh universe. Okay. Can you make, feel, okay. Please make F- that F- site F- on F- Angel Fire. Yeah. <laughs> I will get you an Angel Fire website. Please. I will give you a list of all the Final Fantasy can characters. You, By the end of the year, I want you to have. Can you decorate my GeoCities page? I will decorate it with sparkles and Thank flying God. hearts, and there will the there will be sparkles that follow the mouse. <gasps> the around. cursor, yeah, that's my yeah. favorite part. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. This question is from Mook. Hey everyone! In episode nine, the discussion about crying to live video game music got me thinking about Spiral Knights, an MMO that introduced me to some of my best friends. However, most of my friends from there and I lost interest after a few years of playing. Many of us drifted apart, and now listening to the music from Spiral Knights is disgustingly nostalgic. It makes me want to cry tears of simultaneous joy and loss. Do you have? Do any of you have any heartwarming and or heartbreaking stories about friendships through video games? Thank you for this wonderful podcast. Best. Yes, Luke. I fucking do. Good. Talk and to I me, think Ashley about o. this. And actually, this is ironic that I'm telling you this, and so many people are listening to this because mm-hmm. nobody knows this about me. <gasps> yes. Oh boy. Because I don't talk about it ever because it's a deep, deep part of my life. When I was in high school, I'm just like leaning in very closely I to Ashley. Lean now. in. Tell me. Um, I was really, really, really into Ragnarok Online when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I know. Pat just made a face at me. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I made actually a lot of very good friends there. and But um, it was also not the official Ragnarok <gasps> Online server. It was a different server. Wow. It was the Valhalla server. Anyway... <laughs> I did make a lot of friends, and um, my one really good friend, who I still talk to sometimes, so from, like, we knew each other from Mm -hmm. LiveJournal a little bit, and then, like, we found that we were both on that server, and then it just, like, got to this thing where, like, I mean, and it happens now still, where, like, you will join a guild, and there's a guild you've always wanted to join, and then you just become really good friends with everyone, and, like, you genuinely look forward to, like, going home and, like, seeing them and talking to them and, like... You guys just have times where you're on and off and just like, I ha- I actually, for the most part, don't talk to anyone anymore from that time. But like anytime I see Ragnarok online, anytime I hear the word pouring, anytime I hear the music, <laughs> um, it just evokes really strong memories. And I guess so that got so intense to the point where and I had like a pretty traditional Asian mom growing up that I guess I was playing it so much and she thought that it was interfering with my grades so she cut out my internet for three oh months my God. and I, yeah and i couldn't like use the internet like i had to go to the library and all this stuff oh boo you have to go to the library whatever you anyway can't play yeah. Ragnarok online at the fucking library computer he definitely bad <laughs> he definitely could bad but um yeah and that was like terrible not just because like you, oh you couldn't play a game but that was like literally my lifeline of mm-hmm. friends that i had and like i had just switched schools which was really difficult like she made me move um my freshman year of high school which is a brutal time that's horrible and all my friends were back home in middle school and like this was the community that like had my back that were Mm -hmm. my friends and like sure we like we grinded online and we like went and we went on these quests and sometimes we just looted to loot but like the thing was beyond that it was like beyond just the game and it was more about the connection 
Um, I don't really know why I have buried it so deeply. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe because it just like when it fizzled out, that kind of sucked. And, and also, you know, it's a yeah. cutesy little game where. And it's tied yeah. to like a really high school. Yay. The most it's fun part of high our school, life. And it's not even like a game people are playing now. No, it's, it's just I was saying it's you buried it deep because it's tied to like a rough part of I, your life. Uh, yeah, I would guess. I would guess. I feel like it's it. just like because it's inconclusive, you know? Yeah. Like whenever I have a relationship with people and it like doesn't end mm-hmm. and then you just like sort of, you know, I mean, it ends by fade drifting. away and you like drift apart. Like it's yeah. just sad to think about that because you just wonder about like where they are. It is. Are Sometimes doing? I still do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like some of them, I don't yeah, know what they're doing. But, if yeah. they ever think about those days when we were all on Ragnarok mm-hmm. online. Yeah, they probably do. These cutesy little characters. I don't know. I mean... Sorry, this got super this is, deep. No, this is very nice. We're sharing. We're sharing. Now We're everyone sharing. knows. I actually, I had a similar experience, not that tragic and <laughs> open-ended, but when I was 15, my family moved to France and I was playing City of Heroes at the time. And so that, yeah, <laughs> love that my game. game, man. That game was what I used to keep in touch with my friends in the US because we would just get on together and it would have to be like midnight for me because i was nine hours ahead and i lived on the or had used to live on the west coast and the only computer in my house was in my brother's room so (laughs) awkward early 2000s problems that we just don't have anymore the only gaming computer in the house was in my brother's room and i didn't have a laptop no we made him sleep in a different room my parents actually like in (laughs) retrospect were really nice to me about that because like if i wanted to go on not raids is not the word but um I don't remember what the special missions either, were called. I don't remember either. I played City a lot of, of Heroes. But like if I wanted to do that late at night and I like had a date with my friends, they would just have Tristan sleep in another room and they would let me do that, which was really nice of them. I was just thinking about this the other day. But yeah, and then sometimes we would just hang out in one of the areas and dance together, Aww. which is cool. I made, I, made, I made like multiple friends through City of Heroes just by being at the statue in the main courtyard yes. area and dancing and then being like... <laughs> That's the fucking. That's the thing you did, and people would just come up and you'd start chatting, and then you'd go on like missions. I forgot. This like, sounds like so a fucking really club, nice man. Dude, everybody was so nice. The character design in that game was so good. Mm-hmm. Oh. I had yeah, I had like amazing characters. I had amazing characters. I spent all this time with. So I feel you because I mm-hmm. I used it to play with my IRL friends. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> my mic discipline is very bad. <laughs> I'm the worst. Um, so I yeah I I. But I also made friends in like California and other cities and didn't keep touch with them. But like, yeah, I'm with you, Simone. It's, that game yeah. was amazing. MMOs are awesome. And it makes me sad that I don't play them anymore. But I think it's just because there's not that sort of place in my life for it. Exactly. I guess I play Overwatch. But that's kind of... Um, this uh, next letter is from Clara. First off, I'm so glad this podcast exists. I'm sorry I said your name in that Clara? one. Clara? Clara? It's Clara. Clara. Clara, darling. <laughs> you guys create such a friendly vibe and make me laugh. Um, I hope you laughed just now. <laughs> My question is, what are some of your favorite video game dogs? Ooh. My favorites include Growlithe, KK Slider, and Poochie. Oh, wow. shit. I love all of those. But there's so many to love. Smiley face. Thanks. And keep being wonderful. I don't think I have an answer to this. Chelsea, I, do you have an answer? I had Nintendogs for the DS. Oh, shit. I now have How an answer. That? I had, I loved it. I had a German, I had a German Shepherd puppy that I named Scout Aww. and I loved her. Oh my God. Nintendogs makes me really sad now. Yeah. Cause your Nintendog is dead. I played it like five years. I, I know. That 
feeling. Your dog is no, dead. No, I, d- oh, I, like, I found my Nintendo Dogs cartridge like a few years ago and I plugged it in and the dog comes and they're like, they sit with your back to you and they're like, yeah. And you have to like tap the screen and be like, yeah. Oh, I remember, oh, <laughs> I remember playing it again after like two oh. years or something and one of my dogs was just gone. Oh, <laughs> what, did he two, run away? Yeah, ran they ran away. away. <laughs> the other two had fleas. Neither <laughs> of them would look at me. It was so I know that that is the thing about those any of those games or Animal Crossing that like Mm -hmm. have that built in guilt system where you're like, I'm not going to go back to my town anymore because all those things are assholes. Oh, my God. But but man, I love my little German Shepherd puppy scout. Oh, it's my best dog. God, I love that game. Oh, uh, also controversial opinion. I did not like fallout for it all the game sucks don't at me i didn't like it but dog you can me. at me i hate that game but dog me dog me is a, a good, good, dog. good dog and then i i put a red uh handkerchief on dog meat oh it's the most wonderful dog and then and then and then it would go and it would just like maul my enemy's legs mm. and then you hear them scream and then like after dog meat would like kind of trot back up to you and you're like good baby Aww. thank you i had german shepherds in high school and they're like the best dogs that i would never be able to own virtual adult. and physical Why? german physical. shepherds because they're big they're really big and really hairy like and, oh. and a lot of work do they shed a lot yeah they shed a ton they like short hair no it's all but it's all coarse it's, and it just oh, that's true in the wind. that's true i had a white um, one it was beautiful i'm a white a german white i had a white german shepherd i've never seen what? a white one like it's name it, i we had two one was named dakota and one was named zeke ghost oh. I want a dire wolf very badly. I just wanted to say. Obviously, still think I'm owed a dire wolf since my last name is Stark. Like, yes. like, yeah, that's very, very owed true. A dire wolf. Maybe that was your dire wolf, Chelsea. It was no. white. Its no. real name was Ghost. It could have been real name was Ghost. I just didn't know because I wasn't reading Game of Thrones in 19. 19- I mean, it came out, but I wasn't reading it in 19. Also, it doesn't speak English. Um, Chelsea, when you're done with Persona 5, you need to play Persona 3, which I think <sighs> I told you. But is it and the- there is a very good dog in Persona 3 named koromaru oh my God. and he is in your party which means so the way you get your persona in that game your evoker is a gun which means he has a little gun in his collar that shoots him every time he wants to use his persona and it's great i am upset by the dog shooting itself in the head <laughs> what That's, it's in the neck this is different not a controversial opinion i'm upset by the dog shooting itself in the head yeah that's we're upsetting. gonna do one last question from bob hey polygon show loving everything you're doing when you started talking about the Encarta game last week, I got vivid flashbacks to my childhood playing oh. that maze game from Encarta. You were trapped in a castle and you had to answer questions from encyclopedia entries to get to the top floor and through mazes. It's probably a big part of why I am this way. This way. This way. We don't know what way Bob is. What way? Bob, we'll I'm, Bob I'm, you're like giving me chills Dude, right I now. I totally get it. I love so that I've been there. Thank you for reminding me about this edutainment game uh, with not much attainment from yesteryear. My question for all of you is, if you played them, what were your favorite edutainment games? I freaking love edutainment games. Um, and I'm tr- I loved the Jumpstart games, specifically yeah. Jumpstart 4th Grade, where they went to the Haunted Island. Mm. I have tried to pirate roms of this game and i can't i can't i didn't succeed in committing the crime because i can't find any that work yeah but like i want to play this game again i want to a i think i would do better at the division maze with the vampire now because i I know more division i didn't know division when i played the game Mm. b there was a game where you had to like give water and food to mysterious dangerous plants 
and I loved it. The plants were somehow very inspiring to my lizard child brain, and I want to grow them now in my adult life. That's my story. I, I played the Super Solver game, Super Solver Treasure Mountain. And the, yes! Yeah, that was my jam. <laughs> the hot, the high school one with the robots? Yeah. I, yeah! I was, I was, I remember like cowering the robots when I was Oof. like five and I was fucking scared and like left the room because yes! I was like, <laughs> they were so... I was so terrified of these math robots. The math robots. <laughs> I am having a violent flashback oh to God. an even more... <laughs> Who remembers Zumbinis? Oh my god! Oh, Zumbinis! Uh, Susanna Polo told me about Zumbinis. Oh my god! And I remember also, laughing uproariously at that name. Yeah, I remember some haunted house game too, but I can't remember. I wish I knew what the name, but it was also edu- there was definitely math, and you were putting monster parts together. And I wish I knew what it was. Wow! I, know. I remember Shit, I had Reader familiar. Rabbit like first grade or something, and oh. I was pretty accelerated, so I had it in preschool. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> I was pretty uh, smart. Gifted clearly. and talented, Lever Frank. <laughs> yeah, so I had. <laughs> i had a reader rabbit first grade when i was four um and our computer was shitty because we didn't have any money and the whole game was like weirdly like inverted so everything looks like a horror game oh my god and it was practically illegible it was very very scary to play <laughs> it was like super Ooh. super frightening oh that game was rad um, though I don't think this is an edutainment game as much as it is, I guess, a piece of software on Mac when I was a child. It was called Kid Picks. <gasps> yes, Wait. Kid yes. Picks ruled. It was so good. It was just like Photoshop for kids, but way more interactive because and weird. Because there were stamps. There were stamps. There were stamps. There were really good sound effects. Yes. And to this day, I still remember if you wanted to delete something, this <gasps> automated deep computer voice would be like, do you want to delete this picture? I'm having a little and, lot and of And then if you right press now. yes, it just made this like noise and it like <laughs> oh did my it. God. And it was amazing. And there were so many, there were so many cool things you could do with kid pics. And I, oh my God, that was like my favorite Why do thing. I remember this? I don't, I, there's one thing stuck in my brain from an edutainment game and I don't know the game, but it was just a little beaver and he'd come up and he's like, I'm a beaver. And I <laughs> cool. What the fuck? And I wear a baseball cap. And if that <laughs> triggers you at all and like, what, like remember, like not trigger in a bad way, trigger in a good way, like you know the good, what I I'm talking about please tell me what i'm remembering because i hate it <laughs> the only clue is a beaver saying i'm please a beaver tell me what i'm remembering no I, I want you i'm seriously if you remember what that beaver is just i want you to at me at chelsea bot on twitter and tell me what the hell that is from because i it's in my head how do i remember a thing from when i was that age at her and i rap so, all right speaking of a rap <laughs> cry for this help this show is a rap all right thank you so much for joining us this week um i want to say brief shout out to all of the people that we met um here in portland uh we had a little polygon sort of uh, an open house is not the word for it but it was an open house we got together and we <laughs> so met happy. a bunch of people it was, hour. It was, yeah, it was mostly thank game you. it was like game developers mostly but yeah yeah there were some fans too though there were some fans which was really nice yeah a bunch of people came up to me and they talked about the show and it made me really it sort of drove home why like it it, uh, it made me feel like I hope that we are doing a good thing with this show and it made me really happy that it resonates with people and like I hear that through your emails every week but to like see that on people's faces was really nice I'm tearing up a bit it's fine oh um, <laughs> So thank you everyone who came out um, to that happy hour. It was really awesome. If you want to write into the show so we can read your letters on the show, you can email us 
at Polygon Show at Polygon.com. It was such a dramatic. <laughs> you like turn and you're like, Polygon Show at Polygon.com. I said that directly to the lamp. It's because I always forget. Yeah, because and Pat always has to remind. And then I was really proud of remembering it. And then we derailed my remembering. Um, and if you want to, of course, tell your friends about the show, you can do that. And you don't even have to cry to do that. Um, that's just something that I like to do. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. We'll be back with you next week. This has been The Polygon Show.